any means necessary on Radio Sputnik in Washington, D.C. I'm your host, Sean Blackman, here with Jackie Lukeman. And as always, we are your guide for connecting the political, social, and economic movements shaping the world around us. And today we're talking about the elections in France. And we're happy to be joined for this conversation by Emmerich Monville, head of the international sector of the Pole of Communist Renaissance in France and director of the Delgande Marxist Publishing House. Emmerich, thanks so much for joining us. Hello. Thank you. Absolutely. And uh, Emmerich, incumbent French president Emmanuel Macron is set to face off against uh, a far right figure, Marine Le Pen, in uh, the second round of France's presidential elections that are set to happen pretty soon. Now, in the first round, uh, Mr. Macron came out ahead with 27.8 percent of the vote with uh, Le Pen uh, not too far behind at 23.2%. And, you know, uh, to sort of begin, Emmerich, when we look at how Macron has uh, surpassed Le Pen here in this first round, I mean, what do you think it means for France that these are the two forerunners for president? Because, I mean, in the United States, Emmanuel Macron is described as a centrist. But, you know, this is despite, you know, his warnings around, you know, quote unquote, Islamo leftism and things like this. And so, you know, uh, what are the uh, conditions in, in France as we see these two uh, people face off? Oh, um, yes, yeah, you, you, you're right to, to recall that the, the French election uh, has two rounds. Uh, in the, the first round, we have all the candidates. And then the second round, it will be in two weeks. Uh, only the first two uh, meet. But uh, there is already uh, a strong selection in the first round since uh, only those who have obtained the sponsorship of uh, 500 mayors of France can stand for election. So we can say that we have three blocks in France, uh, and it's, uh, it, we have a confirmation uh, last Sunday, uh, a bourgeois bloc with Emmanuel Macron and a strong left-wing opposition led, led by Jean-Luc Mélenchon, as well as a third bloc of the far right uh, led by Marie in Le Pen. And there was a tendency last Sunday to, to abandon the, the smaller candidates to vote for the best placed in each of these blocks. Um, another thing to know is that campaign expenses are, are, are normally reimbursed by the state to, to avoid what we have in the United States. That means the, the race to see who will have the most money, the most private financing. But this is only reimbursed if the candidates uh, exceed 5% of the votes. And this is how what is very important for the, this election and the, for the first round, because we will speak about um, uh, your question, but the second round, the first, fourth round, what is in, uh, um, uh, major is that the environmentalist candidate, Yannick Jadot, uh, had bet on an ultra-finance campaign and found himself just below the rate of 5%. That means he will have a lot of uh, funds to uh, reimburse, to, to repay. And it is true that he is among the most warlike in the confrontation with Russia nowadays is, uh, as in Germany, a neoconservative uh, environmentalist, uh, neocon, like pro-NATO. Um, and that's, for me, that's a big 
good news of these elections. Um, the bad news is that the best placed candidate uh, on the left was unable to qualify for the second uh, round. Um, that was a far-right uh, candidate, uh, as you mentioned, which means that we, we find ourselves five years later at exactly the same second round, except that this time it's, uh, it's much, much closer. Macron is credited with only 54% against 46 for Marine Le Pen, while he, ha- he has passed uh, the last time five years ago with 66% against uh, 34%. Um, percent. <laughs> And you mentioned uh, Mr. Jean-Luc uh, Mélenchon, who, who came in third in this first round, which, which I thought was interesting because he only just narrowly uh, sort of lost to Le Pen, only by a couple of percentage points, really. And I'm wondering what do you think sort of that signals for what the feelings are um, amongst the French electorate in terms of this election? And because it seems that the three major polls in French politics Politics that you mentioned a little earlier seem to basically be represented here. But it, it just seems noteworthy to me that you have these two figures in Le Pen and uh, Mélenchon who are quite different uh, politically be so close in the polls. And so what do you think that sort of signifies? Yes, the, the big difference in, in the meantime from the, from last election, uh, even if we had some signals of the, this situation, there, is that there was the Yellow Vest revolt, the most important revolutionary explosion in France since uh, May 1968. Then the COVID crisis, uh, like everywhere, but perceived in France as very badly managed, like a shortage of masks, removal of beds in the hospitals that continued even in COVID time. And I would also at the, the current international crisis uh, because the state uh, propaganda in, in France is so anti-Russian that um, it, 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 it can conceal the fact that Macron himself is responsible uh, for, for this crisis since France with Germany was uh, the, the warrant of the Minsk uh, protocol. Uh, and I'm, I'm, I'm not sure that public opinion in France uh, knows it, but uh, there is a, a, big, a big crisis. But uh, I think there is another block, a fourth block, which is the abstention but it concerns one Frenchman out of four. It was 22% for five years ago, but now it's 20, 25, 26. So Macron, I think Macron will be elected, but he has already, and he will have in the in the future, a big problem of legitimacy. He, In reality, he's elected only by a third of the voters who represent mostly the wealthy and, the, we must say, the, the retired people. The rest of the population, which suffers from his ultra-neoliberal policies hates him deeply. Uh, he's, he's called the president of the rich. He's not the president of the French. And uh, in fact, we have a, a real institutional problem because the fifth republic in which we are is, is a president, presidentialist regime, very different from the American system, for instance, where uh, you have a constant confrontation between the president and the Congress in your country. In France, the, the legislative elections follow the presidential election and the incumbent candidate wins quite all. It's not a parliamentary system where there are always discussions, but there should be a balanced policy between these similar blocs. We are in a situation where the bourgeois bloc always wins uh, it, it, because the, the, the two blocs, uh, the two uh, far right and far left cannot uh, unite themselves, of, of course, uh, even if they are 
inexorably advancing thanks to the crisis. But it's what is strange is that far right is always a bit um, in advance, uh, respecting to to the left, and it's it's strange because uh, France has uh, Republican traditions marked by the French Revolution, uh, 1789, and it's. It, it stood up from the rest of Europe at the worst of the, the 30s, for instance, by voting for, for popular France, uh, which means the, the left, while the rest of Europe was sinking into, into fascism. So it's, it's not excluded that, uh, because you asked me about Jean-Luc Mélenchon, it's not excluded that the left, maybe not with uh, this leader, because it will, it will be a bit older, but uh, it's not excluded that left will pass in five years. But in the meantime, uh, I think that the country will be very, very difficult to, to govern, because the there will be many strikes, no, no doubt a, a return of the yellow vest. The, the, the central question in France, I mean, is the, the price of, uh, oil, of oil it's coming up against. It was the trigger of the crisis of the yellow vest because the, you, you must know that the poor in France live very far from the, the big urban centers, which makes that the, the car car is a vital problem for them. And we have people who cannot longer go to work because gasoline is too too expensive. And uh, as you know, the, the price of gasoline is linked to the current crisis in uh, in Russia. But maybe in, in the States you don't know because you don't have a real uh, problem of oil, of energy. But uh, in Europe, if we are not uh, linked anymore with Russia, it could be very, very dangerous and for the, the whole uh, situation. Yeah, fuel prices have climbed here uh, in the States as well. And uh, Emmerich, you've mentioned the war in Ukraine uh, a few times, and, and I'm wondering how impactful is the uh, war in Ukraine to the French elections, you think? Because it, it seems to have a direct connections to conditions being faced by the French people. Yes, I, I must. Uh, you, you must know that uh, the, the Russian media in France are banned. You, you cannot have access to them, even the, the Russian media in French, and, uh, and even the, the Russian media in uh, in Russian. It's not uh, you can get, you cannot get access to to them from the internet if you are uh, living in uh, in France, and that's why I think that there's a very few people who who know everything because they, they know people who know people and etc. Uh, etc. Et Maybe a lot of intellectuals understand. But uh, they cannot go get access to, to mainstream uh, media, so it's a period of, of disinformation, of uh, war propaganda uh, against uh, against Russia. And uh, Macron is now the, the president of Europe, of the European Union, so he's leading uh, this uh, this campaign. And uh, of course, uh, Marine Le Pen had uh, um, uh, rather, even if she is a far right uh, leader, that's awful. But she. she had um, a, a policy not so marked but so hatred against uh, Russia. But I think Macron will uh, he will say that Marine Le Pen is the is far right is a fascist uh, candidate. And but in the fact, in the uh, he's responsible for for the crisis in Ukraine. He's uh, responsible for the nazification of Ukraine, for, or nazification of a part of the Ukrainian army, because he he, he was responsible for the for the protocol of Minsk. He, 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 he met uh, President Zelensky uh, a lot of times. He should have said to him, no war in Donbass, don't bomb your own uh, your, your people, people who speak Russian in Ukraine. Uh, it, it lasted eight years and Macron didn't say a word. So he will campaign for this second round saying my um, uh, Marine Le Pen is a fascist, but he's responsible for the nazification of, uh, of the Eastern uh, Europe. 
<laughs> so as uh, as leftists, as people of the left, all the, the Marxists in France, uh, we cannot make an anti-fascist front uh, voting for Emmanuel Macron. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's impossible. So I think we, we will all abstain ourselves at the, the second round in the, in the political election in, in France. Because the, the question of war and peace in Europe is so uh, so important, uh, so so necessary, because uh, we must um, uh, we, we must speak about the provocations of NATO, because NATO should have disappeared since the, the end of the, the USSR, the, the Pact of Varsovie, um, Warsaw, excuse me, Pact of Warsaw. It should have uh, disappeared. And, but on the contrary, it uh, it has been extended until until uh, the Baltic state, and then they wanted to, to, to install themselves in Ukraine, which is uh, completely unbearable for, for, for Russia, which is uh, completely uh, like in a, in a circle, like a, like, like a fortress. And, with, uh, and President Zelensky wanted to, to, to put some nuclear weapons back in, the, in Ukraine. So it's unbearable, it's, it's an, an unacceptable. And, uh, but uh, just to, to say this, uh, the, uh, this truth is, is quite impossible now in France and People, French people, are completely uh, uninformed about these uh, these major uh, information. So, so we, we are living in a, in a critical uh, period, and, and and it's very sad that Macron is uh, elected a uh, second time. But with Marine Le Pen, of course, she has a, a racist program. She is very anti-immigrants. She 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 put the blame on all the colored people in in France. So of course it's absolutely unbearable. It's not uh, uh, a solution. And uh, if if Mélenchon would have been at the second round, it would have been a little hope for change because he wouldn't have been elected. But uh, it will be uh, it it will have been a major sign. But of course, twenty percent of Mélenchon is already something something that goes well for the for the future and for the mobilization of the of the masses of the working people in France. And I'm on on this topic. I think I'm a bit optimistic for the next few years. Yeah, I was, I was hoping you could say more about that about the. Um the prospects for that kind of organizing of mass movements of uh, the poor working and oppressed elements inside France and how this uh, election may affect that. The, the major problem with the Yellow Vest, it, it was that there wasn't a, a real link with the unions and with the working conditions. It was based on uh, on oil and destitution. But the, the people made some uh, demonstrations on, on Sunday, like in saying they didn't block the, the production of capitalist uh, profits. And so um, it was very difficult to make some strikes. Uh, there were some some attempts at blocking uh, oil refinery, for instance, uh, which means to making a pressure on the on the capitalist uh, system. Uh, and the, the problem with the yellow vest, you you didn't. It was very difficult to 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 say at which party they they belong, which is good. But uh, they, they they had really uh, problems of um, organizing uh, themselves. And um, of course, Mélenchon was a bit difficult because he's more social democrat than uh, than a real Marxist. Uh, so he has his, its uh, limits uh, himself. But uh, the situation is so so heavy. The, the the living conditions are becoming so so difficult in France. And France has a lot of uh, has a revolutionary tradition that is very strong. So um, I think it will. Uh, uh, Macron knows already that it won't be. Uh, 
uh, it won't absolutely not be easy for, for him for the five next um, years. Yeah, and I'm also wondering, even if uh, Mr. Macron is reelected, which appears uh, likely the case, um, it still seems as though Marine Le Pen uh, has a real surge of support here. Do you think this could mean a kind of reinvigorating of the far right in France, or, or what do you think it means for that reactionary element? Uh, Marie Le Pen is the daughter of a uh, father who founded uh, the party, and uh, you must know that he founded this party with uh, the, the ex-fascist of the uh, fascist regime in France during the Nazi occupation. Uh, he founded this party with the ex-SS uh, former uh, SS people of the, the, the Nazi army. Uh, of course, they were not all like that, but there, there were some people like that. She, uh, her party came really from the from the far right. But of course, she she managed to 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 put an image of her. Uh, she's uh, she's always speaking. Uh, she was always speaking with cats uh, around her in order to to say I'm very mild, I'm soft, uh, etc. But the core of uh, her program is always directed at um, uh, scapegoats, uh, ma- making scapegoats of the of the uh, of the migrants in uh, in France. And uh, I, I think f- for this side, uh, you won't, you will never, you will never have a majority of uh, French with that will vote for her. It's the the ideal uh, candidate for Macron for the bourgeois bloc, because he, he knows that even uh, against a horse, he, he, <laughs> even a horse against Marine Le Pen would have been elected. You you you, you can pr- present uh, every candidate you want; he will always be elected. You know that. Uh, Normally in France you have fifty uh, percent of the left and fifty percent of the right. All the, the presidential election w- was very it was always very short. There was a, there was a suspense. But even in this tragic situation, you have fifty four and forty six percent. So it's quite uh, it's quite sure that Macron will be will be elected. But it's true that uh, since. Uh, for 20, 20 years, we have been this. Uh, uh, the far right is always uh, gaining uh, momentum. It's always growing, and you don't know where it can uh, end. Of course, uh, I think in the five uh, five next years, maybe we'll talk a bit later. You will uh, invite my <laughs> me in, uh, to to comment it. But uh, I think we. Uh, uh, what is more. And Marine Le Pen and, and a party, uh, I'm not sure that it represents a future because it's a, it's a deadlock for 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 because there's no no solution, no economical solution, no economical change, only making scapegoats. And uh, I think the people in France will uh, will understand, will realize what uh, what what it does mean. Definitely. Well, we thank you so much, Emmerich, for joining us today. We're going to leave it there. We'll move to a break here on By Any Means Necessary on Radio Sputnik in Washington, D.C. We'll be right back. So please stay with us. By Any Means Necessary. 